Hey mama, welcome back to another episode on the Mama's Partnering with God podcast. I am super excited that you are here today to join us for this um, episode because it's one that can help you through life. Like I focus a lot on sickness, which that's why it's called when life gives you sickness. However, it's also going to help you through those days where you just don't have a lot of energy. Your mindset is just all over the place and you just don't exactly know what it is that you really need to do and how to respond to things when all you want to do is to yell, to scream, to run away. (laughs) I mean, that's not what we essentially want to do as a mom or as a wife, but there are those days that we're just so exhausted and we have no energy and no desire to do anything but just to be left alone. So this episode hopefully will help you open your mind to the way our minds tend to think, which I'm sure you have thought about this all the time, but have you analyzed it? Have you thought about why it is that you think that way? And so that's something that we're going to talk about on today's episode. Welcome to the Mama's Partnering with God podcast. I am your host, Molly Bunnell, mom, wife, and Jesus lover. And this is where we tackle life struggles with the help and guidance from God. In this podcast, you will find God-led solutions through partnering with God in your life. My mission is to equip you with the tools that will bring you closer to God, allowing you to find faith, hope, and peace so that you can tackle marriage, motherhood, and finances with ease. It can be so easy to let the world run your life, but what do you get from that? Pain? Heartache? Struggle? But with God as your solution and creating a God-led lifestyle, Hope, joy, and peace are just knocking at your door. So, if you're ready to finally team up with God, doing things in His strength instead of your own, you better turn that Mickey Mouse on for your kids and plug in those headphones, Mama, so we can go partner with God. Alright, so before we jump too deep into this, I want to give you a little heads up. Apparently today I'm sounding extremely winded, so... If you hear that, I apologize, but it's just the way it is when you're in your third trimester of pregnancy, you tend to lose your breath a lot easier. (laughs) Um, Okay, so like I said, today I want to talk about sickness and like the mindset we have towards it and how to get through it so that we can actually show up for our kids with a positive mindset, with excitement, with joy, instead of wanting to yell at them, wanting to scream at them, wanting to run and hide and just be in the opposite, in a different room, I should say, than they are just because we don't have the energy, we're not in that mindset, and that's just the way life is is like we have those days and it's totally okay and so I just want to help you um, get a few tips to get through those days that you just want to do the opposite of what you actually should do (laughs) which I'm gonna tell you seems to be all the time here lately with being in the trimester the third trimester of pregnancy because I just have absolutely no energy and my back is just hurting all the time 
go figure, right? I mean, that's what happens when you gain a lot of weight <laughs> in the front rapidly. <laughs> okay, so let's <laughs> dive into this. Um, so the reason I decided to talk about this is because some reason, and I have no idea why, this year has been the craziest I've ever experienced with sickness. I mean, in, I shouldn't say in, I should say over Christmas, like the week before Christmas or the week of Christmas, we got sick, like our entire family got sick with totally different things. My husband got the stomach bug, started Monday, and it took the entire week to get over. He was fine by Christmas, thank goodness, but at the same time, I was having to take care of the house and get it set up because we were going to have 16 people over for Christmas. Never have I ever hosted a Christmas or any kind of party at my own house with that many people. Plus, being pregnant on top of it, <laughs> it was a struggle. And so, by my husband got sick on Monday. By Thursday, he was feeling better, but then my daughter started feeling sick. And she didn't have the stomach bug. I don't exactly know what she had. It was more kind of like a little head cold, and it wasn't anything extravagant. It's nothing that we could give to anyone. She just wasn't her normal, excited, happy-go-lucky, energizer, bunny self that she normally is. And it just made me a little concerned that I shouldn't take her to all these Christmases so that she could recover, but we still ended up doing it. It didn't hurt anybody and nobody else got sick, but they, or she just didn't have that energy until Christmas is over. And I don't know if it's because I made her go to all these Christmases or not. And, you know, here comes the mom guilt of, well, I probably shouldn't have taken her to those, but at the same time, she wasn't sick enough not to go. And all the families that have been upset, you know, all the crazy stuff that goes through your head as a mom. <laughs> um, but then after Christmas was over, I had overdone it so much that I ended up getting a sinus infection. <laughs> so of course, none of us got the same sickness and mine lasted the longest. Like I lost my voice, had no energy for an entire month. And I was trying to host a, um, a Facebook group launch so that I could, or challenge, not launch, I'm sorry, so that I could get people into my Facebook group and let them know what I was doing, but I couldn't do it because I couldn't talk. This challenge for three days, I had to talk for an hour and I could barely talk for 10 minutes without completely losing my voice. Even when I finally did do the challenge, I didn't really have a voice. And I'm like, oh my goodness, this is not fun. But, you know, we got to do it anyways because I can't keep pushing it back because, you know, you might not enjoy it if that was the case. So I just pushed through it and it ended up being okay. But... <laughs> In the long run, that was a very long season of being sick, and I had all this stuff going through my mind that we'll be talking about in a little bit, but then after that was over, I also got sick at the end of February. Like, my daughter got the stomach bug that my husband got over Christmas, so he was fine. He didn't get sick, 
but then I got it too and I don't normally get that kind of sickness. Normally it's the sinus infection because that's where all my sickness is. I don't usually get the head colds or the, um, what's it called? The stomach bug, but I got it this time and I'm assuming because I'm pregnant, but I don't really know. That's just the way it was. <laughs> I'm going, oh my goodness, this is the most sickness I've had in my entire life. Usually it's one and done. And yeah, that's not the case. So yeah, that's kind of what made me want to talk about sickness and the mindset that we get while we're sick because, you know, it's kind of been the story of my life here lately. <laughs> so I've had a lot of experience in it. Um, but like I said, it's not just like for when you're sick. It's also for those days that you just don't have a lot of energy and those down days where you just want to be left alone, but you still need to take care of your children and be a nice person, even though you really just want everyone to leave you alone. So let's dive in. <laughs> um, Okay, so mindset. What, where are we in our mindset when we are sick? Um, so a lot of the things that I realized while I was sick was that the mindset we tend to take on is um, where we just expect more from people than we would if we weren't sick. Like, they should understand that we're sick and expect less from us. But, I mean, that's not the case. In my situation, when I was sick in February, my daughter went from being 100% sick, needing me to hold her and love on her and support her through this, even though I really didn't want to because of the chance of getting sick, and lo and behold, I got sick. But she went from... 100% not feeling good to starting to feel better and starting to get more energy. And all of a sudden, mom didn't want anything to do with her. Now, your children might not be at the stage that my daughter is, who is two years old, doesn't understand what it means to be sick, doesn't understand that when mom doesn't feel good, you can't jump on me, which has been the story of my life here lately. <laughs> With a big belly that I have, I don't want her jumping on me when normally I would love her to jump on me. And I throw around the room, rough house with her, you know, have all this kind of fun that she's wanting to do. But I just can't do it right now. Like, I don't have the energy. I don't have the strength. I don't have the stamina. Hence why I'm breathing so hard right now. <laughs> um, but it's the truth. Like, my daughter doesn't understand what it means for other people to be sick. She understands when she's sick and she doesn't feel good that she just wants to lay there and be cuddled and loved on and taken care of 100%, but she doesn't understand that that happens to other people as well. And I try to teach her, but I think that's just something that comes with time. I'm sure you understand. <laughs> but she still was 100% confused as to why mom didn't want anything to do with her. And so me expecting her to understand that I'm sick and to understand that I don't 
feel good and that I want to be left alone. Like I still want to love on her and hold her, but not as aggressively. It needs to be a little calmer, which over time she will understand, but right now she doesn't. And like I said, expecting her to understand that at this age is just something that's not going to happen. It's wishful thinking and it's like I said, just, it's not going to happen. So I needed to lose that expectation of the fact that she should understand that I don't feel good and she should understand. And that's just th what kept rolling through my brain is that she should, she should, she should, but she doesn't is the reality. And so I have to give her grace. I have to give me grace and I have to learn how to adapt my thoughts so that we both are happy and I can help her to understand that I don't feel good rather than just yelling at her to leave me alone or to get off of me, which sometimes happens when she gets a little too aggressive because I'm only human. But it's just a phase of life that we have to get through and eventually it will happen and she'll understand and it will make things a little easier for us to expect them to understand the way we feel but even moving on to our husbands like we can't expect them to realize the things that we want from them either like they can sometimes be just as needy as our children are I hate to break it to you guys but it's so true. You guys can be sometimes just as needy and maybe it's because you're exhausted when you come home from work or you're mentally just not there like you're at the phase that we are and normally we, us moms, can handle the extra work. But when we're sick and we don't feel good, we expect you to take that over and it's just not the case. Like... When men get sick, us moms like to refer to it as the man flu. But in all reality, we tend to act the same way. Like the only difference is that we, we can push through it a little bit easier than they can when they just stop in their tracks and don't want anything to do <laughs> with anything, kind of like our children. And that's fine. That's the way they are. And we make fun of them for it, of course, because we love them, but it's something that's a little more difficult for us because when they're sick, we tend to pick up their slack without even thinking about it, and we don't complain about them not being able to help out, and so when we're sick, we expect them to pick up our slack. I mean, that's just the way it should be, right? We should give 100% and expect zero in return in order to have a happy marriage. But if we haven't taught our husbands or talked to our husbands about what we expect and how we expect things to get done, then they're just going to love on you more the way you do our children. And they're just going to want to hold you and be there for you. They're not going to worry about the house. I mean, that's the least of their concern. They have a sick wife. They have children to take care of. And they just got home from a long day of work. So 
our expectations sometimes can be a little distorted and we don't think about that. And we expect them to take care of us, plus the children, plus cook, plus clean up after cooking, and then take care of the house and do things that we would normally do so that in the morning things are easier and we don't feel so overwhelmed. But like I said, that's not reality. We cannot expect our husbands to do the things that we would do to take care of us and the children, make sure we're warm, fed, and so on. But they're not going to go over the top about it. They're going to do what they think needs to be done. And that's usually not taking care of the house. I mean, who really wants to take care of the house at nine o'clock at night after the sickies have went to bed? And like, seriously, you wouldn't even want to do that. You would do it throughout the day without realizing it. And we have routines, we have systems in place to make life easier for us. And if we haven't taught our husbands how to go through those routines to make it easier on them so that it's just a natural response rather than having to think about it, they're, they're not going to think about it. It's just life. It's the way it is. And that's totally okay. So instead of thinking like what they should do, we should be thinking about what we should do in order to set up our house to be prepared for these type of events. And I know they don't happen very often, at least not being sick, but not having a lot of energy and needing help in areas that normally you are okay to take care of, that does happen quite often. So we need to sit down and talk to our husbands, talk to our children about the things that need to be taken care of um, when you don't feel good, like how things should get done, a system, and and not just a one-time thing. Like if you want this to actually work, you kind of need to set up a system and a routine on the daily where they help you take care of the house at the end of the night. Like maybe it's picking up toys, maybe it's doing the dishes, um, folding a stack of laundry or something like that that's just sitting out there. Whatever your routine is, whatever you like your house to look like in the morning, you should start setting it up now so that when you're sick and you don't feel good, they automatically think about the other things that need to get done. And it's not like you're sitting there fumigating in your head going, oh my gosh, why is this not getting done? The morning is going to be terrible because I just, I just don't feel good. I don't have any energy and they're just not doing it. Why aren't they doing it? They should be doing it. But that's not the case, especially if you haven't taught them how to do it. (laughs) They can only do so much. And it's like, it's so crazy that we what we expect people to just pick up from watching us. And yes, yes, people learn by watching others, by their actions and the ways that they do things. But a lot of people aren't going to think 
oh, hey, my wife's sick. I better make sure the dishes are clean. <laughs> no, they're going to be like, oh my gosh, my wife's sick. I'm going to go sit with her, spend some extra time with her, love on her, support her, um, get her whatever she needs, take care of her because that's what's important, not the house. And that's what you need to think about. Like, where do you want their support? Do you want it in the house so that the next day is easy for you? Or do you just want them to love on you? Because some days that's all I want. Like, my husband will get up and clean the house and I'm like, dude, I just want you to sit right here beside me and hold me and hug me and love on me because that's what I need right now. But I don't tell him that. So he doesn't do it. And it's 100% my fault, not his. Um, so then when my husband's sick and throwing up, I physically could not clean up the mess because I was pregnant. And normally I have a really strong stomach. I can handle through that and push through it. But he was able to step out of his comfort zone, wake up, thank goodness it was on a weekend, take care of our daughter, her throw up, and I was able to take care of her, which was still a struggle because I was giving her a shower. We don't have a bath, otherwise it would have been simple, but <laughs> I was giving her a shower and as big as I am in the pregnancy, it's a little difficult to bend over as short as she is. She's only up to my knees, so, <laughs> you know, to reach her feet, it's a little difficult. But I was still able to do that, and my husband took care of the messier stuff, and normally he would have nothing to do with that. And the support that we get from our husbands is only the support that we pretty much ask for because they know that we need support, but if we don't tell them where or how or any of that kind of stuff, they aren't going to know how to support us and they're going to try to support us the way that they think we need support. And if that's not the way we actually need it, then we're going to get upset and we're going to expect them to think that they should 100% know the how we need their support and what we need them to do when in all reality we can't expect them to read our minds they're not superheroes they can't read our minds we have to tell them what we need and how we feel just like they have to tell us what they need and how they feel communication is such a big deal and in order to make it through these difficult times of having no energy and having no strength and feeling sick and exhausted, we have to communicate even more. Like, it's almost like, okay, so I used to play volleyball and we would do this thing where everyone would have to talk all the time for an exercise so that when we actually got into a game, we would talk during the times that we were most important and let each other know where we need help or if the ball's coming to them so that they were ready for it. And if it's the same case with your husband, like if you don't talk all the time now, then in the times that you really, really, really need that communication to make it through the difficult mindset struggles of being sick and not feeling good or any other situation for that matter 
the communication isn't going to be there and it's going to make it more difficult for you rather than easier. Um, so with that being said, I want to jump into a few tips on how to get through the struggle of not feeling good and wanting to yell at everyone and just wanting to run in the opposite direction so that you can respond with love to your children, to your husband, to even yourself sometimes because sometimes we want to yell at ourselves when we don't have a lot of energy. <laughs> um, so first and foremost, you just I'm sure you already know this, but you just need to take a breath. You need to count to 10 or however long it takes you to analyze what it is that you're about to say and ask yourself why you're saying it and the way in which you're saying it. And is it necessary to even be said? Um, you also need to, like I said, communicate with your husband on what to expect during these times. So... A good example here is my husband and I have sat down and talked about um, when I am super exhausted, like to the point where I have no energy and I'm just dragging and like the only way I can get anything out is by pushing it out. Like there are times that I have no energy to talk. And so I literally have to force it out in order for it to come out. Sometimes it sounds like yelling. Sometimes it sounds like I'm being rude and judgmental and, um, not very nice, but I have told him, I'm like, when I get to that point and most of the time you'll know, because I'll tell you that I'm to that point, don't take anything to heart because I just don't have the energy to talk. And so I have to force it out and I can't control the way it sounds when it comes out because I'm literally just putting air into my vocal cords and pushing it out so that the words can come out. And you can hear what it is that I'm trying to say to you, but it's not going to sound very nice probably. And that has helped us a lot. Like by telling him that he then understands and he is able to expect that during those times and know that I'm not trying to be mean. It's just the way it has to be if he wants me to answer him. <laughs> um, but you also need to talk to him about things that you expect from him. Like I've been saying, like the systems and routines that need to be in place in order for these times to be easier should already be taken care of. But maybe there's something that you normally do and you like to do it and you just don't need him to do it on a regular basis, you need to tell him, hey, I don't feel good. I need you to take care of this for me. And he should be able to if you've taught him how to do it. 
that expectation then goes away and it just allows you to communicate the things that you need rather than everyone just expecting the other person to understand what it is that's going on. Um, you also need to communicate with your children the same way. Get those systems in place so that they know what needs to be done without having to think about it. Um, also, if they're young, like my daughter is, help her to understand what it means for other people to be sick. Help her to relate to the way she felt and, um that other people feel that way too when they don't feel good so that they don't think that they're being neglected and that mommy doesn't want anything to do with them. Rather, mommy just doesn't feel good and doesn't have a whole lot of energy to put towards her. Um, so then be patient with each other. Love each other and be filled with grace and forgiveness because it's not easy to, even with these tips, um, it's not easy for this to happen. Like grace and forgiveness and love is all super difficult. But like I said, if you have that communication and you have those systems in place, it makes it so much easier and it's less of a challenge on you. Um, and there's less fights. It makes life so much easier. <laughs> okay. And then most importantly, make sure that you lean on God so that you're not trying to do these things in your own strength that you obviously have none of. That's why we're in this situation. <laughs> but rather doing things in his strength and you'll be surprised at the way you are able to handle things. I know I am always amazed at how I'm able to get through a situation in his strength compared to mine. There's so much more grace and glory and love when the Holy Spirit is acting for me rather than me trying to do things without energy. It's pretty much like what I explained earlier. When I don't have any energy, I have to force it out. Well, when the Holy Spirit is, when he's the one that's coming through me and the one talking for me, it doesn't take that extra energy. It just flows and it's so much easier and I totally love it. So there it is. Those are my tips. <laughs> if you have any suggestions of your own, any tips that you like to use, I would love for you to come to the Facebook group and let me know what they are so that I can add them to my own list. I also hope that next time you're sick or worn out that these tips and the mindset work we did today really help you and I would love for you to come over again to the free Facebook group and share with us a time when you were sick. Did you do things in your strength or did you lean on God and allow the Holy Spirit to shine through you? Um, but other than that, I really hope that you enjoyed this episode and that it helps you out the next time you are in a time of sickness or just pure exhaustion. Um, so with that being said, I will see you next time and I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Hey mama, before you head out, if this episode has blessed you in any way, would you please go and leave a written review over on Apple Podcasts so that it can reach, bless, and impact many other mamas the way it has you? 
I also want to personally invite you to come and join me and many other like-minded mamas over in my free Facebook group. I would love to hear your thoughts, answer your questions, and keep this conversation going. Praying God continues to bless you. See you next time.